This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan Laplante and players Tom McGee as Interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laura Elizabeth as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borovic as Sister Rolien Nina. The Inquisitorial Band inadvertently pushed Krangus Marcus into an alliance with Jacinta Skullshield. They did, however, manage to equip themselves. Nero requisitioned a Torox, Olien procured grenades in a LAS cannon, Piper obtained power armor and a refractor field, and Lucia Bane revealed to Seth that she would provide her own wildcard, Maximilian. How will they fare against Marcus's sisters of battle? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. From the private musings of Fabius Bile. More than once I have questioned the Emperor's wisdom in bestowing his gifts upon but one half of the human race. For in men, as in all beasts, the female is the deadlier of the species. You are a thing of furious beauty, my dear. Never let anyone tell you different. And women are incredibly dangerous, especially in the 40k universe, and especially the Sisters of Battle, who you've all just discovered make up the team that is representing House Marcus in the race. There is a brief moment where you almost talk about this until you were called downstairs to the loading dock of the Bolter Express as a large unmarked truck rolls up, uh, canvas-backed, tall, it's belching steam and fog, Uh, and a a man gets out of the front door. He's tall, he's lean, but you can see absolutely nothing about how this man looks because he is in a long coat, he's wearing thick gloves, he's wearing a gas mask that covers his whole head and a peaked cap. Uh, Over one shoulder is slung a last gun, over the other is a combat shotgun, and a chainsword hangs at his waist. Uh, And on the chest of his uniform, you can see that a, a tag has been torn away and another one has been put in its place that just says Heinrich Fink, written in an almost childlike font. He comes around, hauls down the back of the truck, uh, and a servitor rolls down. 
the 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 landing onto the loading dock carrying a massive obsidian coffin it is rectangular it is tall it is wider than a person it is taller than a person and heinrich fink steps forward and with a crowbar cracks it open uh and you all look inside and see power armor this is the light power armor that was promised to uh the team by invictus uh it is to be clear the difference between light power armor and power armor traditional power armor you would picture a space marine or a sister of battle they're intended for extended campaigns they make the user considerably stronger they make them bigger they make them kind of bulky light power armor has many of the same uh facilities and many of the same qualities as power armor but it's designed so that you're still a person you can move like a person you can do what you're doing it's not necessarily intended for oh we're going to drop you on a planet and it's got a reactor that'll run for a really long time it'll run for a couple of hours so it's a slightly lighter form of what the sisters of battle carry not because it necessarily offers less protection but just because it's not intended for incredibly extended campaign use brian would i be correct in thinking that uh for the limited 40k know-how that i've got uh this is like scout armor for a, a space marine army uh Probably in in between the the old scouts where it was kind of like just the shoulder pads looking right. more like kind of a police uniform. Imagine a step up from that. In the current armor, it'd probably be comparable to kind of like a Reaver if we're looking at anybody who knows the models. They've got like new Space Marine scouts that are full Space Marines. They're just infiltratory. So sure. picture yeah, just yeah. like a little so, bit of a slim So Sisters down. of Battle, just like we need a bit yeah. more flexibility so we can actually like chain sword some fuckos. Yeah, yeah. great. Gotcha. This, this yep. has clearly been buffed down to nothing. So it is just shining silver. Uh, Sister Mina... You're tortured by what you know about the Sisters of Battle, but theoretically you're getting your own suit of power armor. This has to be a very conflicting moment mm -hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because especially like Sisters of Battle and their armor, it has a lot to do with praying and like taking care of it and doing lots of rites, even to like when you accept the first set of armor. So I think she's it, she's extremely tortured about this. She she since getting that information, she has been like chewing on her thumb. Like being very, like childish and and like pouty, basically. <laughs> and I think she's just she's staring at it, and to her, it feels like it feels wrong, kind of, to accept this in the face of what they're going to be about to do. But also, like they need everything they can get in a way. But she does not feel good or happy about it. It feels like. If you imagined trying to get something your whole life and then someone just dumps it off the back of a truck and is like, whatever, it, it's like that feeling. <laughs> Invictus, oh, great. A whole box of holy grails. Yeah. Invictus <laughs> storms out of the hallway behind everyone and says, ah, yes, it's arrived. No one will know where this has come from. Now, this is Heinrich Fink, my personal quartermaster, formerly of the Death Corps of Krieg, except he was too zealous, even for those clone fighter monster people so he'll be good you can trust him with whatever i have other things to do so plan away while he suits you up and he just turns and storms out uh and heinrich steps forward and says which of you will be wearing the armor brian uh may i request a roll yes um so we're what dell has just been describing uh sounds like something that is very uh personal and and kind of something that uh, outsiders wouldn't know would that qualify to Nero as forbidden lore, do you think? Um, yeah, yeah, I'd allow that. I would like to know if Nero is aware of how personal this, like, 
TV off the back of a van is because like no one else will give a single fuck about it. But I would be curious if if he does, because if he did, he would say something. And if he doesn't, he would say nothing. I would accept forbidden lore if you think it would be his knowledge of the sisters. I would accept interrogation if you think it's his ability to read her. Oh, oh, you know what? No, he'd be trying to read her. He would be. Yeah. Let's not kid ourselves. He doesn't know shit about the Sisters of Battle. Uh, all right, cool. So, yeah, Ryan, I guess what I would like then is, uh, if I can, um, to roll that against whatever you think the difficulty of knowing how much that would mean to me, and knowing that I don't think he's ever discussed it with her would be. Uh, I don't think I this would, is a conversation they've had by any stretch. No. As Dell's say- shaking head suggests. Three. I think two is the basic, there's nothing being hidden. So we'll mm-hmm. add a third just because yep. there are complications into, is it the sisters that popped up? Is it this that's bothering her? Is it that she's the runner? Yes. And uh, you're saying interrogation, brother? Yeah, I think I'd go with interrogation. Sure. Um, all right. Um, how, how are we doing on story points? Uh, you guys have three. I have two. Uh, I'd like to spend a story point. Uh, Nero actually really cares about this. He really, this is something he he is desperately, uh, I think, in terms of, like, how many times Sister Mina has literally dragged him both literally and figuratively out of the fire. I think this is something he's fully committed to. Um, so, currently, Ryan, I've got three yellow, three purple. Yep. That feels right to me. I don't, um, yeah, no, I don't think I'd add anything. There's something you want to pitch for. Pitch for yeah, it, I want to pitch for a setback because we're also about to go on a <laughs> mission. So guy. this isn't really the thing I should be thinking about. I think it's more like I notice it and something sits ill with it. So fair enough. I will add a boost because you are easily distracted. So it's literally just the fact that you're often yeah, bad at your job yeah, will also yeah, help I you. I like right, no, a lot. Yeah, 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 very good. Very good. I like that uh, the way this game has worked for us is that you vouch for like good things for me. And I'm like, ah, but have you considered adding two red? (laughs) Yeah, it's the reverse of bad at unicycles. Uh, All right, let's see. (laughs) Wow. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Four advantages, four failures. I shoot (laughs) Mina in the knee. (laughs) I'd be like, should have had that armor. Uh, Four failures is a lot. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I. Wait, hang on, Ryan. I'm, Laura, I'm so sorry. Can I pitch for this? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. What do you got? I step Still forward <laughs> and just say, I think I should wear the armor. This is a sacrilege to my friend, uh, Sister Mina here, and uh, I refuse to uh, to let her be insulted by this, so I think I need to wear it. What? No, she's the runner. She needs the protection. Seth, I know you don't uh, care too much about people's feelings and stuff, but I got to tell you, this isn't about me. This isn't about you. This isn't about Piper. This is about Sister Mina, the best of all of us. And I say that to respect her religion, I need to wear the armor that would keep her alive during this incredibly dangerous game. Oh, well, that's great. Like, yeah, yeah. No, like, tell, like, Mina what, like, yeah, what's respectful of her. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. You just decide that, not her. That's fine. And in this momentary, this momentary pause here, Mina, what do you say? Nero's right. He should wear no, the armor. he's not. <laughs> Seth is like, in, like, we are so close to starting this. How is this happening? <laughs> Just like. You know how we like had a plan? Then why put the why? armor on the, this guy. Hey there, Mr. Uh, Voxcoder. You heard the lady. You put the armor on me. You let her respect her religion. Nina's going in the truck. She's just going in the truck and she's not having this conversation. I just like put my arms out and my head up and I just wait. 
Yep. I think uh, I'm really doing her a favor. I honestly think this is the nicest thing I've ever. This is my tale of two cities moment where I take the guillotine instead of my friend. As so, the best armor in the galaxy is put on my body. Nero is strapped into power armor as as this continues. Uh, obviously, Mina, you're inside the truck dealing with yourself. Uh, I'm going to say, the, the other two of you, do you just watch him get strapped in? This takes about 20 minutes. It's You're watching the equivalent of a squire putting a full suit of armor on a knight. Um, I think uh, P- Piper... <laughs> She, for a moment, she wants to use her psycho abilities to compel Nero to change his mind. But I think being so close to the race, she's afraid of opening her mind. And I think she's just afraid that that's going to blow back on them or could blow back on them even harder than this shit show that's going on right now. So I think she's, she's having an internal battle with herself. And ultimately, the 20 minutes go by and she decided to do nothing. Fair enough. Seth, what are you doing during this break? Um, how do I get off world when this inevitably goes fucking terribly wrong? You know what I mean? Like, how do I get out of a coffin? Uh, so, I there, mean, there is a coffin that Power Armor used to be in. I could <laughs> I could get in that and just, just ship shipped away to safety. Uh, that's a, <laughs> your losses. a valid <laughs> option. So I think, uh, Seth, you'd be aware... Your only chance of escape on this planet, if we're rolling through what, like, you might be able to get Lucia Bain to take you in as an employee, even though mm-hmm. you don't particularly like that. Yep, I don't. Or the spaceport is to the west, which is, could you get through the city to the spaceport, talk your way onto a ship and get going? Yeah. However, you've already tried to flee a planet while you were incredibly <laughs> important. Yep. Back when you had, uh, one could say, your original troubles that led to you being trapped here. Yep. Uh, and you don't really believe that, especially Barthas Billingberg, is an Inquisitor that you could get away from long term. Right. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. And yeah, seen- I think all of this is hitting Seth kind of uh, like in real time. Like the way we're conversing, that's just the thought, the inner dialogue he's having with himself of like, well, I could do this. Nope. Nope. That won't plan out kind of thing. Um, so I think it's now time to uh, plan around the the hand he's been dealt, um, and I think he would set his mind to that. All right. Uh, so what I'm going to say is for the 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 planning conversation that will come to follow in a moment, you will be the first to speak because you'll be the person who's the most actively. So take a minute to think there while I run through all the random things that are being delivered for this collective <laughs> party. So. Nero, you are being strapped into this armor. It does increase your height by about two or three inches just because there's a certain amount of plate that is supporting you. You do feel um, your strength ends up staying about the same. This doesn't have the same kind of strength boost that you would expect from the other suits. But what I will make a note of for you is that uh, your defense... So what this gives you, if you're wearing your coat over it, I don't know how that math's out. I'm going to leave that math to you. But this armor gives you a defense of two and a soak of three. Okay. So whatever your, your body glove is that you're wearing under your coat, that won't apply while you have this on. But I will say, if you're willing to tear the sleeves off of your coat, you could wear your coat on this armor. Look, but you man, can't wear your full coat. Yeah, I don't want to make a, a particularly hard case for this. But if there's a certain character um, in the 40K universe that perhaps Nero has aspired to in some way, shape, or form... Uh, most uh, marine uh, Primarchs definitely have the fucking flapping cloak at the back. So yeah, it's like sleeves off, 
like coat over in such a way that it's it's just like wedged in between the shoulder pads, flapping out behind him. Um, I don't really care if it gives me more defense or soak. I just, you know. Great. I just want to make sure with a defensive two and a soak of three, is this better than what you were already wearing? My mesh coat was a soak of two defensive one. So yes, it is markedly better. And uh, Ryan, I would make the pitch that uh, I throw my coat over it. I don't think the coat makes it better. I don't think the body glove makes it better. The armor is clearly the best thing I've got. I think I'm just still wearing them because I'm not an idiot, but that makes I, sense. Um, yeah. What do you know? Why don't we make it three across the board? We'll say you right. have a defensive three and a soak of three, just with all the random gear. It just Excellent. feels like that. This is gonna make me so good for standing behind Mina. Uh, a purple town car pulls up in a very 40k sense, but it's literally just a town car. This place is pretty industrial, and and that's on the the deep, the nicer side of car. Uh, a house cologne officer just. Walk, gets out of it and just walks the fuck away. Just disappears. Uh, you're clearly having the vehicle dropped off. Uh, Sister Mina, you look over and can see through the windows on the town car. Inside it are two cases of grenades as had been ordered uh, and a man portable last cannon, which is technically man portable, but is fucking huge still. Like it's still a last cannon with a giant battery. It will be challenging. Like you can't like walk around with it. I was going to say, I don't think any of us can pick it up. Um, <laughs> The What's your power armor you know? or no? <laughs> It's only five. Yeah, Ryan, how's that power armor work for? Yeah. Uh, so, what is your brawn currently, uh, mine? Nero? Oh, yeah. uh, mine is three. Okay, I'm gonna say for the purposes of carrying and things like that, it'll boost your brawn to five. Nero's only got three brawn. He's a shit yeah, dog. He's not a punchy boy. Seth has one. Seth has one. <laughs> Seth has one, Bron. Um, I like that you called me a shooty boy. I'm a I'm a stand nearby and hope that other people yeah. are more talented than me, e-boy. Um, um, and worth uh, flagging, the EMP is delivered by mm-hmm. a servo skull. Uh, it's delivered straight to you, Mina. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it drops into your hand. So it, it is equivalent to the, the melt-a-bomb style things that you have seen in 40K models, which originally mm-hmm. are quite big. They're a disc probably about the size of a Frisbee with two handholds on either side that could be attached to a tank and kind of like thumb depressor down to go off. Uh, this is, it's got one hand control and it's actually about the size of, let's say an apple on the end. So you could just slap it on onto a, a set of power armor and it will fry the internal electrics for however long uh, based on the quality of what comes in. Perfect. Also, uh, Piper, you have the refractor field, which is worth flagging. It'll yes, increase it your defense by two when it's activated, yep. as long as you say the phrase that you've been forced to say to activate it, <laughs> Invictus forever. It's forever, yeah. Uh, which is uh, the very only enthusiastically, way. as I remember it. Um, Ryan, part of the reason I was asking about my brawn is uh, can Nero carry the Lads cannon now? Um, With power armor. He couldn't I mean, do it as a human. By rule of of law, no. By rule of cool, yes. I will allow this this last cannon to be carried solo by Nero. Other people can carry it together. It can be fired by anyone. It's really just who can lug it around. I will say Nero, with the power armor, can actually physically carry it around should he choose to. Great. Um, I'm so sorry, Laura. Uh, can I pitch a three-strain penalty Jesus for that? Because Christ, I don't know Tom. how to use power armor, so I feel like this I can do it, hand. but I'm not great at it. Yeah, yeah, I think if we set that up as an Add ongoing thing, then you've got the bonus of you've got the last cannon. Because right. otherwise, technically, on the paper, the last cannon is 
uh, cumbersome seven, which means you yeah. actually have to have yep. a brawn of seven to be able to move it or yeah. a combined well, Laura, brawn of seven. I'm paying now to try not to pay later. So Correct. Very smart. Let's you make a choice where you can choose to use it boop, boop. Uh, or not. Uh, once you're you're fully strapped into the armor, uh, Heinrich Fink steps back and just says, Yeah, suit it up. Is there anything else you need from me? Um, Piper just mutters, yeah, brand new fucking strategy. Behind you. Yes, that's right. This is Morgan Rolls, and I have a secret to share with you. Did you know that some of our inquisitorial band has been sent to us not from the inner workings of the Imperium, but from Patreon? It's true, only special $25 tier patrons can create their own NPCs that will join in the cast of select shows. So what are you waiting for? You can join us if you join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. That's right. Come join now at patreon.com slash dumdumdice if you think you have what it takes to survive in the grim darkness of the future. I vote we kill everyone who's a heretic. Uh, and he just takes down his shotgun and racks it. And he's like, where do we go? Ryan, uh, I got, I'm so sorry. I got one more dumb mechanical question for you. <laughs> Yay. What do Does you got? Nero have a helmet with this? Um, yes. I, I think to give someone a suit of power armor that doesn't would be really dumb. I say you come with us. There are heretics aplenty. You will find many to burn in the fires of the emperor's wrath. My life is yours to spend. Uh, and he just goes and climbs back in. So you have a driver to get you to this event or to be used in some other way. Uh, the Death Corpse of Krieg, Nero would probably know this. Mina, do you think you would know about the Death Corpse? The good question. I, yeah, I mean, she knows some military stuff in passing, but she wouldn't know. She would know, like, of, but not. Do you have, like, some kind of imperial lore? I have scholastic lore. Great. Can you roll me a scholastic lore? Mm -hmm. Difficulty, I'm going to say, oh, but you grew up in, you were near sisters, though, so you would have heard about military things. Yep. I'm going to say difficulty two. Okay. So it would be... Okay, just straight two difficulty? Yep. All right. I can do that. Three advantages. That's it. Okay, you've heard myths of the Death Corpse, uh, and Nero, you're aware of the Death Corpse. Death, I call them Corpse of Krieg. I don't. It's the. Yeah, it's yeah. like K O R P S. The Death yeah. Corps of Creed sounds yeah, awful. Fine. No, I agree. Um, but no. So what they are a an entire planet slash series of regiments made of clones who are identified only by numbers. They are raised solely to fight, marched out into the field of battle, sent into meat grinders where they never give up until their objectives are achieved, and then they all die. Uh, they're giving gas masks as children. No one ever sees their faces. They're not allowed to have personal identities. So clearly, they're, the fact that his life is yours is literal. Um, Nero, you'd probably be aware that this is, like, kind of shadier and fucked up and that, like, this guy might not be stable. And if he's no longer a death corpse for being, like, too rigid, there are question marks about how useful he will be versus how trigger-happy. Yeah. Mina, 
if you see him, he might be kind of an imperial hero in a weird way. I was going to say, just I think she, I think she would have enjoyed. Yeah, I think she would have enjoyed stories about them because that's like that's like the it. That's that's what you aspire to, right? Yeah, boy. Which um, means he's now ready to drive the truck. All of you are now in this awkward moment where you have two vehicles, so you can separate if you want to. You can all travel together. You know the tools you have at hand. You have uh, four crack grenades, four smoke grenades, a man portable last cannon. There's a Torox at the warehouse lane. Uh, there's a refractor field that uh, Piper has got. Uh, and there's a bombardment that can be called down on the Radhabs. What is your plan? To remind you of the rules, the runner, Sister Mina, has to start at the official starting position. The rest of you do not. The other runners, uh, the, the bodyguards in a technical sense for like the rules of the world, Seth, Nero, and Warden. Piper, that leaves you free to wander around, but Warden's going to need you in sight of him. So consider him kind of like part of okay. Team Piper, but he's actually the official participant. Uh, the bodyguards can start anywhere and do anything. But if you leave Mina alone, the same people who want to fuck with her, like it's, do you want to go offense or defense? Um, Ryan, can I ask you a dumb question? Just because yes. it's been <laughs> like nine years in COVID time since we last recorded. Um, <laughs> are the other teams aware that Mina is the runner? I know we are, but are they aware that she's the runner? Traditionally, from what Nero would have seen of this is they only announce who is the runner by giving them like a pendant at the beginning of the race. So people would theoretically know who the team might be, but they no one knows who the runner is until the, the official race begins. Yep. Someone is given it and then Perfect. kind of takes off. Uh, to run you through the map, just so you remember again, there essentially is a circle of three locations. You are starting at the top. The first one, to the if you're going clockwise, is the Radhabs. Mm -hmm. Then there's the then there's the Bane starting point. Then there's Warehouse Lane. Then there's the Marcus starting point. Then there's the Dye District slash Chem District, and then it's back to you guys. So there are a total of realistically three places, unless you want to specifically try to attack someone while the crowds are around. But that's significantly more dangerous for you guys. Okay, and our goal is to. Remind me is what our goal is yeah, to kill so everyone is, or like complete. We you want to be the fastest to complete the circuit. Complete. Okay. Or if everyone dies, you want to be the person who got the furthest. Or if you kill everybody else and you're the only team left alive, by default, then, you win. Okay. That is how the game is played for people who want to be the governor. Yes. Remember, that's not the game we're playing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is worth we, flagging. Yeah, we're we here want because... to bomb the shit out of the rad uh, habs yeah. when Marcus's runner is in there, and then we just take a casual jog to the finish line, letting uh, Lucian, Lucia, Lucia, yeah. excuse me, Lucia's runner win. So let's pretend that's where Seth is coming into this conversation. Yeah. So probably pulling open the door to the truck. So Mina, who's sitting in there very unhappy, is now a part of this discussion. Uh, the four of you are there to figure out what your plan is for how you want to start this whole thing. Um, I would like to, a moment before this, have turned to Piper uh, after Heinrich salutes us and gets in the front. And um, uh, Piper and, and uh, Nero don't talk very often, so this is a bit of a weird moment. Hmm. Uh, but I'll just kind of lean over and through my fucking weird, <laughs> like, 
you know, Space Marine light, like the diet Space Marine helmet I'm wearing, like Space Marine Zero. Um, I'll just yell, uh, or I'll just mutter to you. Um, Heinrich is like me. Keep an eye on him. You are the warden of both of us now. And then I'll just step into the car. What? Um, and Piper is left kind of flabbergasted. At which point, Seth brings the room back together, yep. trying to make In a the plan. Car. So, Seth, take take us away here. Right. So, given these new developments, um, Sister Mina, you are now without power armor, yet I believe you still wish to be our runner. Is that correct? Yes, Seth, we had a deal, and that hasn't changed. I will be the runner. I'm fine as I am. Well then, Nero, I, I suggest you use your newly acquired light power armor and your man-portable laser cannon and your crates of grenades. <laughs> yes, I'm quite well <laughs> equipped. Uh, listen, you know, uh, God. I'm quite ready for this, but uh, Seth, may I bend your ear a moment? I just near near like like just lift the helmet up, lift hey, it yeah, up. You know, just Piper, for now. look, thank you so much. Honestly, it's exhausting talking through that thing. I don't know if you've ever uh, if you've ever had to like uh, you know use a snorkel or something where you're breathing through a tube. It's exhausting. Oh, I mean, you. I don't need the explanation. Please, suit. oh, please, just continue saying what you were saying. Yeah, right. All right. So look, um, Seth, I think I got a plan for you, but uh, can we can we chat outside for a sec? And Seth is just like just. <laughs> To just like see the visual, because I don't think he says anything. He just acquiesces and will come out with you. But it's just like, hey, do I not look a little busy here, man? <laughs> just like that look of like, and then he just and he's like, and he'll just, and he'll just step outside with with Nero. Hey, listen, y'all, I'm so sorry. I don't have a uh, just a little tete a tete. That means head ahead with uh, with Seth. Uh, hang tight. Um, sorry. Uh, thanks for the grenades. I'll just step outside. Um, so Seth, um, I think I'll take you around the corner and be like, hey, look, um, I know you don't really want any part of this anymore. I know this has all gone pretty off the rails. So you just want to get off planet, right? I want to serve the emperor. You know, we are the physical embodiment of the emperor's will. We are the Inquisition. So, of course, that's where my priorities lay. You know, Seth, I just learned that uh, most of my personality was imprinted on my brain by someone I don't know, and I don't really know much about anything. But if there's one thing I do know, it's that you don't give a single flying imperial fuck about uh, the emperor or the imperium. You just want to get out of here, right? Can we just cut the bullshit? Like, I, I'm I'm not really a person. I'm just a, a fucking series of things that were printed on someone like a goddamn stamp. Can we just can we be real for a second here? You just want to leave, right? Yes, but Nero. That's not feasible or possible. So I guess I'll just have to stick with surviving. Yeah, yeah, all right. Um, yeah, look, uh, I'm realizing that uh, all of this is is getting a bit beyond us and uh, uh, everything I, I kind of thought uh, was real isn't real, but there are a few things I've realized are real. And one of those things is that uh, I, don't, I don't think the Imperium or any of this is important or it matters you know but the people who care about it do so here's the deal i'm gonna run i need you to help me and if you do 
I will give you, and I pull out the little fucking eye on the stick and be like, I'm going to give you this insignia to get you off planet. You make sure Sister Mina comes out of this, all right? This whole thing's going to be a clusterfuck. You and I both know it. None of these things have gone the way we planned. All of them are a death trap. It's a fucking miracle Warden survived. None of us are getting out of this thing. I need you to get her out of it, all right? And, I mean, maybe Piper too, but, like, mostly you keep Mina alive, all right? All right? I... I, Seth is like trying to figure out the angle here. Like, is is this entrapment? Like, he just full on blasphemed, didn't he? Like, isn't that heresy to say that all that oh, stuff yeah, about baby. it not mattering? Right? Okay, hundred uh, percent. Okay, uh, and Seth like has a reputation, so he he's not so off put by the fact that Nero like accused him of not caring and stuff like that. But um, so I think he's trying to look at the angles right now of like, what's the what are you playing at here? Kind of kind of thing. Um. He will, uh, he'll say, uh, uh, I think he'll, he'll feign resistance to just sort of test Nero's conviction here. Uh, he'll say, um, but Nero, even in that power suit, you will not be able to move as quickly as Mina. That's why we chose her as the runner. Why do you wish to die on that track today seth i don't but here's the thing you said yourself we're not trying to win no we're trying to survive nero why yeah and no one's gonna fucking survive so what i'm saying is if i got that pennant and this armor they're gonna shoot at me they're not gonna shoot at her she's our actual runner we've put it in i know i can't legally be it but i can certainly draw their fucking fire now look you, you're a heretic, right? You've mentioned this a couple times. There's a reason you're here. You aren't here by a fucking choice. You don't believe in the mission. You don't believe in the Inquisition. You were pressed into service, right? Here's the thing. I think I'm worse than you. I think I'm actually worse than you. Oh, Nero, I know that. Good. So let me tell you. When I swear on the eye of Horus, it means something to me. And I swear on the eye of Horus, if you don't get her out of here, I will bring every goddamn monster from the warp down upon you. You understand me? You think the Emperor's wrath is bad? (laughs) I'll show you bad. So, you help me get that pennant. You help me run my little track. You keep her alive. Because you're right. We got to bomb that rab hat. We're not trying to win. We don't need a governor. I've done as much as I can to get us the fucking names we need of the new men. What I'm saying is I need you to help me to keep the only good person in this group alive. That's my angle, if you're wondering. What is she to you? We're all expendable what is she when i realized i wasn't a real person seth i didn't have choices i didn't have history i didn't have past i had literally nothing but a fucking stamp on my brain she still dragged my ass out of the fire time and time again i don't really know anything anymore about me or my history or what's going on but i know that one of you 
did this because they believed in something, and the rest of you did it because you fucking had to. You, Piper, Warden, all of you, me, we did it because we thought we had to. She did it because she fucking wanted to. And there's not much of me, but what little of me there is thinks that's worth saving. All right, Nero. As far as I'm concerned, you've both been brainwashed, just the method's been different, but sure. I'll see to it that Mina makes it off world and that you die a glorious, fiery death. Well, hey, you don't need to make sure I die a glorious, fiery death. I'm just saying keep no, it No, no, no. Right? I'm a good guy, Nero, and I'll keep that promise. Uh, uh, <laughs> if Seth could wink, he would, but he can't, so. <laughs> yeah, I just watch your orb move, and I'm like, just shudder full oh, no. body under the armor. You hear like, as my guts just shift. So um, while that's happening outside, uh, the back around the corner where we started, Mina and Piper, you are both left sitting. Mina, I think, in the cab of the truck mm-hmm. with Heinrich. Piper, mm-hmm. you probably are just standing between the cars where the conversation was happening. Uh, do you guys just wait for them to come back? What What's happening where you are? Yeah. Oh, go first. <laughs> um, I, I, I would, yeah, Piper would just, she would approach um, Olean and just and and say, um, "All right, so I mean, like, as I'm sure you are well aware, Nero's kind of like doing his own thing, and like, I'm sure he's gonna mess something up, and now you're at like a disadvantage. So, like, how can I help you best?" Um, what 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 do you need from me? Because I will I will fucking augment the shit out of you. While while like the conversation was going on, Mina was just sitting there with her like uh with her like rosary truncheon and just like holding that in her lap and like looking sad and forlorn. And when Piper came up to her, she looked her like around confused for a moment and then what what I no I trust all of Nero's decisions and I it will be fine if. I, I think I, I think, okay, Piper literally as, as Olian's like kind of spluttering, she literally just, she slaps her. Oh man. And, and says like, open your eyes, open your eyes. He's a mess. I, yes, there's been some. Stop giving him the benefit of the doubt. Take all that away. Can you, Piper, roll me a coercion? Sure. Um, Difficulty will be... What's your willpower? My willpower uh, is no, four. No, uh, sorry, 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 Sister Mina. Oh, oh. it's two. <laughs> okay, two. Uh, and what's your discipline? My discipline is nothing. Okay, difficulty two is this coercion. Okay. Or I would accept resilience if you have resilience. So we I have system. two resilience. So it okay. could be difficulty red. will be two red. And I will add Okay. Uh I will spend a story point uh to add to you, Laura. I'm actually okay. increasing what you're attempting to do because it will create greater tension within the party. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're upgrading one of mine? Yes. That's nice. 
Um, <laughs> when it's inter-party, I get to do what I want. <laughs> so that's that. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Okay. Um, anything else? Um, no, because I think you're just using physical coercion. Um, I, yeah. You're not using any of your psychic powers. I'm in a way not. To help it. Uh, we've kind of established the difficulty, but she is pretty rattled. Normally, she might be able to stand to this a little more strongly, but right now the plan is to murder four sisters of battle who are not corrupt in the least, which I think might actually give you a boost in this case, uh, Piper, actually, come to think of it. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Great. Uh, do you know what? And I'm going to spend a... Oh, no, you already spent a story point for me. Okay. You can spend another one if you want. It's up to you. Spend his. Yeah, I'll spend. Great. Because just because I think this is like, I, I think Piper is like she's. Uh, there's no there's no lie here. Like she is just appealing. There, uh, anyone should be able to see that Nero's a fucking great nutcase right now. <laughs> Let's roll. <laughs> Love you, Tom. Um, all right, rolling. Uh, oh, weird. Three successes. Three successes. Uh, two advantages. One triumph and one despair. Pretty pretty good. Just the one. Uh, I mean, this this all adds up pretty cleanly in this scenario, though. Here you go, Mina. Piper's right. (laughs) That's the triumph and the despair. Correct. (laughs) Triumph is you actually succeed in convincing her that Nero is a mess and may not have the Imperium's best interest at heart. Despair is just before you're going into battle, you've just convinced Sister Mina that your leader does not have the Imperium's best interest at heart and she's supposed to go murder Sisters of Battle with the team. I think that feels like a triumph despair to me. Oh, good. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. Oh, good God, Emperor. Um, Mina will stand up and look Piper in the face and be and like she's wibbly. She's like teary eyed and wibbly, like a little puppy. And she's like, but he is supposed to lead us. What? What do we do? What if 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 he doesn't know what we? If he's not in the right, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do, Piper? Uh, and at that moment. Um, P- Piper just kind of reaches up, <laughs> uh, right, and and uh, puts a hand on um, Olian's shoulder, and she is going to use um her augment power to um in this case basically um. Ca- basically it's almost like I say casting like it's magic <laughs> but um help sister Mina feel um let's say almost like there's a little bit of of inspiration um kind of behind this um and like kind of a little bit of extra like mental fortitude she's trying to put in her head and and she just says no matter what anyone else is doing here, we are still doing everything we do for the emperor. You are, and I am, I don't know about Seth, Nero isn't, but that doesn't matter. We are still doing that. So we got to fucking do what we came here to do and keep you alive and get through this shitty situation. So 
Can I, shall I roll? <laughs> yes, let's see. Let's see what this does to the, the panicking Mina. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So I do, I'm doing a telepathy check. Um, so the default is average difficulty, Ryan. I don't know if you want to. Uh, yeah, we're going to raise that. Okay. Um, mm. I'm going to raise it to three because I think she is already worked up. Um, yep. It could be higher, but I don't want this just to be pass fail. It'll also depend on how this affects her. Will okay. your role, like amount of successes or failures, will change the effect it has? Okay. And can I add? Um, can I add the boost that I had from my feeling of closeness to the emperor? Yes. Okay. Um, and what's our story point situation? Uh, you've got two. I've got three. Okay. Um, and I, w I will spend a story point to upgrade one of mine. So will I. Lovely. I think this is challenging. More so than yeah. usual because you're not just working off of a neutral person or someone trying to yeah. nudge them in a direction. You're trying to force like a psychological U-turn. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and I will... I just got to see if I can do something else. And I will add one automatic success and suffer two wounds. Where do the wounds appear? Um, in this case, I think, um, I think because I'm really feeling this, it's almost, it's kind of like from my gut. It's literally like just kind of like at the base of my sternum. Okay. Is it like a line? Is it a tear? Is it just blood coming through with no it's, injury? What is it's, it? It's basically like I kind of have like a, like, a, like a rip in it. Gross. I like it. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm rolling and I'm scared. <laughs> Three yeah. successes. Three Fuck. successes. I'm so glad I didn't get a despair. Fucking hell. You Sister Mina, you do feel empowered. You do feel like there is the possibility of you doing the right thing, though your orders may not be coming from the right place and your orders themselves may not be right. Mm -hmm. But there is something you can do to make sure that the right thing is done. And you get into the truck and pull Piper and Warden with you and you order Heinrich to take you to the start of the race leaving behind the two people who can't be trusted. Oh, hell yeah. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter as Interrogator Nero Abignail, Laura Elizabeth at E.L. Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter as Sister Rolian Mina, and our Game Master Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's show logo was created by Decapitated Markers, at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, provided by freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merch dice available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, 
And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdies. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Lord Abradovic, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Roman Brown, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W. But how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.